0: You've got it tuned to The Rendezvous.
1: Bonjour, welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. My accent is French if it's the first time you hear the show. I want to open up with answering this question I got, and I got it often on my Twitter account, at Rendezvous Radio. Where can we find your podcast, Simon? So, uh, you go to our Heart Radio app, type La Confession, where the truth always comes out, and listen to those fabulous episodes. There's two we did recently. That you got to check out. Happy Wife, Happy Life with the great Leon Rogers from WGCI, a very funny episode of the podcast we did. Another one I did, my goddaughter was in the house. What have you learned from your parents about love and relationships? Don't miss it. Check out my podcast at our Heart Radio app. You call that next 855 905 8255. You have a question about your relationship? darling. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Autumn.
0: Bonjour,
2: Simon.
1: Bonjour, Autumn. What is going on? How can I help you tonight?
2: So I have this great boyfriend. He, he stays at home. He works from home. And he does everything. Everything around the home. Everything, cooking, cleaning, laundry, dishes, everything. Mm-hmm. And I work in an office. I don't work from home. I work a lot of hours. And I'm calling you because I'm feeling a little guilty. Like, I don't know if this is something we could sustain, or do you think that I should be offering to do more?
1: <laughs> Either you're pretty lucky or it's a miracle what just happened to you.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm very lucky. Yeah.
1: Uh, does he complain? Does he, is there? what's, do you think he's not speaking out or he's speaking up because he's afraid of you? Or is there a reason why the guy does everything and you do nothing?
2: You know, it's just that I work a lot of hours and I work in an office and he's at home yeah. and he doesn't really complain. He doesn't. Say anything, but I feel guilty that, you know, because normally I guess those wouldn't really be the roles. So for me, I just feel a little bit of guilt that he's doing everything and I'm really not
1: doing anything. I get it. Well, listen, I'm so glad you called me, Autumn, because you're right. He probably doesn't dare to say yes because, you know, you bring a lot of happiness, I'm sure. But remember, the more there is equilibrium, the more the boat stays afloat. And right now, the both of the relationship is going one direction with the weight all on him and you on top. And that that's not fair. So why don't you just on your own offer to do a little more, start cooking a little more, so you put some equilibrium in the efforts around the house.
2: You know, what? I think that's a good idea. I think what I'll do is tonight on my way home, I'll, like, pick something up and yes, make dinner.
1: Make dinner, do it often, buy the groceries, you know, and then without even talking about it, slowly but surely, make sure this equilibrium becomes more like a 50-50 or even 60-40, even if it has more. But don't think forever somebody will do that for you. I, I don't think that's natural, normal, expectable.
2: Okay. All right. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for your call. Good luck to you and have a good night.
2: Thank you. You too
1: oh, I just got a voicemail, somebody needs my help, that's next. Remember, even if I'm not in the studio, the rendezvous phone line is open 24-7 and you can always leave a voicemail. 855-905-8255. I see I just got a voicemail, so let's hear it.
3: Hi, this is Chelsea. Um, I was just curious on if You've been dating someone for almost a year and they keep bringing up marriage and, like, you're not exactly comfortable with it. How to, like, tell them that without seeming like you don't want to be with them for a long period of time? Thank you.
1: That's a great question, Chelsea. You're together for a year. You're not ready to get married. He is. What do you say? I'll tell you that next. What would you say to your partner if you guys been together for a year but you're not ready to get married and he or she is talking about marriage and you don't want to break up. That's the dilemma Chelsea left on my voicemail. So basically, here's what you do. You talk about it. Don't pretend it's not there. Don't leave it like like a shadow on your relationship. You guys have to find the right rhythm. So if one is in a rush and the other one is not, it doesn't mean there is no love. It doesn't mean you love less. Everybody needs to be on the same page when it comes to the marriage timing. That's important. So have a good conversation. Talk about you know, how you feel, how he feels, and stay together until you guys are on the same page. That's my advice for you, Chelsea. Thanks for your voicemail. Your calls are next. Eight five five nine zero five eighty two fifty five. You have a question? Call me right now. Bonjour, Melissa.
3: Bonjour, Simon. I have a question.
1: Okay, go ahead.
3: So, I, I've been working at a place for over a year now, and I really like it. And there is a guy that is working on a different floor than I am, but I really have um, gotten to spend a little bit of time with him, and I I really have developed a crush on him, and I was wondering, is it okay to date someone at
1: work? Is this guy your boss, or is this guy not related directly to you?
3: Yeah, he actually is, he is a manager.
1: He is a manager, okay. Uh, Is he single? Yes, he is. Have you seen or feel any indication that he's interested in you?
3: Well, I'm pretty sure he flirts with me. Um, I mean, I at least feel it, and I think he does too. But
1: okay. he hasn't made
3: a move, and neither have I.
1: Yeah, because okay. Um, here's, here's the thing. If it went down to the wrong direction, and at the end you would lose your job, how would you feel about taking that risk?
3: You know, that's a huge risk. And I feel like at this point of my career, maybe, you know, I'd like to continue working at this firm for at least a few more years, so... I think I would, it would be pretty hard to lose my job right now.
1: All right, so that's my answer. I don't think, in your case, you should try to date at work with your manager. You know, there's a chance that it could work, and there's a chance if it doesn't work, you might lose your job. There might be, you know, legal consequences. So let's play it safe, Melissa. Let's play it safe. And unless he says, I love you, I want to marry you, I mean, you never know. But I say, let's let him make the first move. Don't do anything. Keep on dating outside of work. And let's make sure you keep your job and your income coming.
3: Perfect.
1: Thank you. All right, Melissa, good luck to you and have a good night.
3: Thanks. Good night.
1: Oh, I just saw I have an email. Somebody has a question about their partner's behavior. I'm going to help them next, so stay with me. If you have a question for me, but you can't call me, you can't dial in right now. Remember, you can always email me your question at therendezvousshow.com or you can send me a tweet or a DM at Rendezvous Radio. Trisha, what's the email tonight?
3: Okay, so this email is from Amy that says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Amy. My boyfriend seems to keep looking at other people, mostly men, should I be
1: concerned? So if your partner, Amy, is looking at other people, mostly men, should you be concerned? Listen to my answer. That's next. What would you do if your partner more and more seems to be looking at other people, Mostly of the same sex. So basically, Amy's boyfriend is looking around, other women, but mostly men now. She's wondering, should I be concerned? Of course you should be concerned. It's not so much he looks at men or really women. It's the fact that he's not looking at you that I'm concerned. I think that it's a great discussion to have. Don't say that you haven't seen it and just ask him. And then you use that magic sentence. Help me understand why you're looking at other people, mostly men. And then let's see what he says. But use that phrase to start the conversation. Help me understand why you're looking at other people. Should I be concerned? Ask him that question. And let's see what he says. And then you follow your intuition. Good luck to you, Amy. I hope it's going to be okay. You call us next 855-905-8255. You know, for my joy of life, my joie de vivre, Every time I hear your love story, it gives me a huge smile every night in the studio. So you have one? Call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Cara.
0: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Cara. Welcome to The rendezvous. I know you have a love story for us tonight.
0: I do. It's it's probably a little different from what you normally get. Okay. Um, so... I was actually in the military, and I was in the Navy. And while I was in the Navy, I had a second job bartending. I know that sounds weird, Mm -hmm. but it's true. And um, while I was a bartender, I always swore I would never date the clientele. Okay. Um, And one day, this guy walks in, and he had the prettiest blue eyes I've ever seen. Uh And he sat down at the bar, and he was just nice and genuine. He wasn't like my usual guests. And basically, over the course of the evening, I fell for him. And at the end of the night, when most guys would ask you to go home with them, he asked me if I'd like to go out for a round of putt-putt golf. Oh. And and I know that sounds silly, but I guess when you're used to people just trying to take you home, that um, well, we'll just say I was pretty smitten. And I said, okay. And I dated the clientele. And we've been married now for 10 years going on 11 years and have three kids so
1: that i like out of the
0: military yeah i got out of the navy and i'm i'm really happy
1: well and you deserve thanks for your service by the way and and you deserve that happiness Uh, i i think it's cool i think it's a very nice story a little bit different but but very nice and i like that
0: i guess you'd have to i mean i've I've been married twice before and i've kind of sworn off marriage too so yeah (laughs) for for me it was I guess it was a bigger step than it
1: sounds like. I don't know how else to explain it. No, no, I I get it, and, and I'm happy for things to work out. There's not just one way, just one story or one cliche. Each of us yeah. have a different story than everybody else. So all the love stories are welcome on the rendezvous. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kara, for sharing that story, and have a good night.
0: Thank you, Simon.
1: To think of all of that stuff on a miniature golf is, is fascinating, right? What makes a first date special? Let's talk about that next. First dates, we we all have memories of first dates, right? All of us, we, we have things that we thought makes our first date special. Special is only defined by you, right? Don't ever think that your first date is less or better than somebody else. It's because it's targeted to the one you love, the one you want, the one you want to charm. There is no wrong first date when it comes from the heart. That's the lesson I've learned. I'm going to tell you why. It's not all about the money, the, the, the grandiose scenery. It's all about you and your partner. I'm going to tell you how I've learned that. That's next. Where have you learned, really, when you think about it? Where have you learned what makes a first date special, right? I've learned on my first date in Paris I've learned from looking at people around me. Where have I learned what makes a first date special? Is because in Paris everybody has their first date usually you know, at a cafe, at the park, at the Luxembourg Garden. And that's how I've learned. I looked at other people when I was younger, how they did it, how they spoke, how they the gestures. And then I created my own way of dating and what to say on a first date and you know, pass the message of romance. So that's how I've learned. And remember, there is no wrong way. You have a way. I have a way to express we are interested in somebody else. There is never a wrong way when it's coming from the heart. Genuinely honest. I want to meet you. I want to be with you. And for me, those are magic moments of life. You call the next 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. That's my number. You have a question? Call me right now, please. Angela, bonjour.
3: Bonjour, Simon. I have a question. I have been a caregiver for my mother for about four years and now I'm in my early 40s and I've not had a relationship in the past four years um, and so uh, do I go now online dating and and try to date or should I just like some people say wait to see if the right person is going to come to you even if you're not looking
1: so how excited are you about meeting somebody how you know looking forward to it are you
3: I think that's part of the problem where I feel like I'm not that excited, and so I don't even have the uh, desire to get on an online dating website or even go to a bar and flirt <laughs> that no, I understand easier. I, <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> I totally understand, so you don't really actually you don't really miss having a boyfriend right now right. Right. Yeah. So that's the truth. Yeah. yeah. So, so okay. No, no, that's fine. And I understand. And it's totally respectable. I suggest that you wait a little bit before to do anything. I mean, really, Angela, okay. I don't think you're in the state of mind emotionally to be romantic and to look for this other half. So why don't we do this? Just maybe invest your time, your free time in activities, not to be romantic. It could be, could be working out. It could be uh, hiking. It could be playing chess, playing ping pong. It could be uh, uh, going skiing. It could be whatever you like to do and then Mm -hmm. and then let's see if you know maybe through the universe you might meet somebody like that or not but you're not focusing on this you're just focusing on yourself having fun meeting friends and then we'll see how it goes i think we can't force the universe and i don't think you're in the state of mind for online dating or anything like that so let's just leave it as as an open possibility but not a full research how about that
3: that's that sounds good, actually. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. A very
1: easy, breezy philosophy. That's what it's going to gonna do, okay? Yeah,
3: yeah. I have to be in the right space. You're right. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. More rendezvous next. Bonsoir, and, and thank you. Thank you for listening to my show tonight. Thank you for your love story. Thank you for trusting me with your questions. You know, I, all day long, it built up here with my team. We're excited to to be with you on air and, and hear your calls and, and answer the questions and all that. So thank you. Thank you so much for spending the evening with me tonight. I want to finish with this funny date or dump question that was a poll I put on my Twitter account at Rendezvous Radio. The question was for you, date or dump, you date, ask you when you will have the ooh 53% of you said, I would still date. 47% of you said, dump. Um, let's be honest. If it's me and a lady asked me when we will have the ooh I still date her. i got to be honest. Anyway, thank you so much again for listening. Have a good night and see you tomorrow. Bonne nuit, les petits.
0: The Rendezvous Show.